The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. That is a fucking song. Oh, my God. And I started out vulgar. I always try not to. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monday night version of the Stacey Pressman Hour. We have a full house. I will introduce our guests and my co-host in just a second. I just want to say hi. Uh, something bizarre happened today. I get a message on Facebook from one of my comedy friends, J.J. Boyd. He's like, are you on Zeus? There's a girl that looks exactly like you on Zeus. I said, no, I said, no, I'm not on Zeus, which is a dating site for those horny bastards. Anyway, so I, I said, well, she was like, the girl looks exactly like you. I'm like, well, let me see the girl. So he sends me the screenshot of the girl. It's me. It's my picture. <laughs> it wasn't like a lookalike. It was fucking me. And I was like, uh, JJ, that's me. And then he goes, and I, I said, can I see the profile? There's another picture. It's my picture. I'm like, what? I'm like, so this person named Claire, who's 5'10", and Christian. <laughs> Shut up, Blake. <laughs> um, is pretending she's me and she's 5'10", which is actually ridiculous. So I don't know what to do about it. And um, so it's like, you know, in a way I'm flattered that she would use my picture to get laid or scam somebody. But at the same time, I feel like invaded. I feel like, you know, invaded. My personality is invaded. My persona is invaded by a person on Zeus. So, um, but she said she's only 38, so I feel good about this. She's passing for that, and I'm a lot older. But uh, so that's that was a very interesting thing, and I'll be doing the vagina monologues in Florida on the uh, from the 13th through the 15th in um, Boca Raton and in the Aventura Theater. So come watch me and Vanessa Hollingshead and Vicki Cooperman talk about vaginas, not our, you know, telling other women's stories about vaginas. Vagina. It sounds like a great word. Sounds like a disease or something. But I think it's a beautiful word. I think it, it represents all of us. And we should be appreciated because we wouldn't all be here without the vagina. So without further ado, on that note, I'd like to introduce my lovely co-host, Miss Angela Riley and Mr. Blake Carter with the snod remark. Hello. Heyo. <laughs> Angela. How's it going? I'm sitting here with pizza on my lap like a mental case. and On your lips, too, by the way. Oh. I think you got it finally, though. Oh. I was watching it flap around for the first five oh. minutes of the show. I'm a disaster when it comes to eating. Blake knows that. Oh, my God, dude. I know. I'm always, I'm like, we had the pizza, and it's like, I'm hoarding the pizza, like someone's going to take the 18 pies. It's on her lap, but there's no plate. She just has it piled on <laughs> I'm a me- Look at me. I'm saying it like it's going to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, we have to make the pies. We didn't make the pies. Shit. I want to give a shout out to Berry Best Brand Pies. Um, <laughs> did I say breast? You say breast every time. Um, berry, I can't say it. It's three words. Berry Best Brand <laughs> I had to smack her lips. She even gets phlegmy when she tries to say it right. Very, very best brand. The very best brand pies.com. I'm doing English accents. I can't do it. <clears throat> and they, for donating the pies and being our sponsor. And we have all these yummy pies with organic berries. They're superfoods. They're pies, but they're also healthy. Yeah, um, they're the best. 
love them. That's why they're called Barry Best. Yes. And also, speaking of English, uh, we got to give a shout out to our favorite English man, Sam, Sam Dunthorne, or, or the- Sam Rhodes Comedy Explosion. Yeah. It's a, this is a song about a dog. Make that noise again, this, Angela. What did she do? Explosion. God, dude. Why do you have to be so condescending, Blake Carter? Because I'm a dick. I know you are a dick. <laughs> You get more dicky each week. I don't mean that your dick is growing bigger. I just mean you're getting more obnoxious. <laughs> oh, my God. On that note, we have Phil Coors in the house. Speaking of dicks. Uh, yes, uh, and I was going to say that pizza was all over your face, but I wasn't allowed to talk until you introduced me. Right, so, uh, so I don't give a shit. Well, I'm here. That. And that was the worst English accent I've ever heard. What? <laughs> From <Not> the dick. <laughs> I'm English. Yeah. I'm English. I can only talk in English. I'm not, that's not bad English. I can talk. Is that English or... I, I, that's you English. sound like a deaf broad. You sound like... I know, uh, no, you, you sound like Mary that Matlin. chick before she got trained on how to speak good. You sound like Eliza Doolittle like before... <laughs> she got classy? Before she got classy. Yeah, you like sound the whore. Like, yeah, you the sound whore. like white trash British. That's me. <laughs> I am white trash British. Southern? <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, and that on the microphone is a return guest. It's, it's one of my favorite guests we've ever had, and it's been on here twice. Is Miss Caitlin Bailey? I and am I, so thrilled to be back. She's been back like a million times. I love it. We have a great time. So this is a full house we have tonight, and uh, it's it's unbelievable how many people could be on one microphone, in one room, in yeah, and not kill place. each other, yeah. And we're all in each other's laps too. This is kind of weird. I know. You know my roommate. No, I, I know. After Stacy's pizza, gross. Yeah. Ew. So my roommate moved out in the middle of the night. <laughs> like a, like she was escaping the Nazis or something, or the INS. I don't know. What did you do to her? Nothing. Well, she was Mexican. Uh, well, that explains it. So do maybe Trump that, was. But like her? right. But no, she 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 had a visa until uh, I have her, a copy of her visa. That was her ID until November. So she, it wasn't that she just wanted to skip out on the rent. It was probably the um, three days straight of masturbation it, that ran her out of the apartment. Well, my, I, was gonna, I was gonna say if you I just had take a, your if you just you know email Trump your complaints, I'm sure he'll send ice after her. You know? I know I should have an immigrant get away with skipping out on the rent. That's not that's not we're not allowing that anymore. It's maybe because she has a curtain door that would probably piss me off too. No, but did the you door, advertise the curtain door? Yeah, she came into <laughs> the apartment and took it. She's like, I want to stay here forever. I'm like, okay. And then she, you know, but well, I she was like just till November though. I want to feel Caitlin and I had a. Like a week worth of like porn in my room, and I couldn't stop watching it. I had a sex addiction week. Sure. So my door. We, no we no men go can, through it. Week. It's much better than a coke bench. Right. Much. I don't do coke. Mm. So I have clonopin. I'm more <laughs> of a, uh, an opiate person. So I closed my door, and I had like this. But no one could hear. My door is like thick. So it wasn't like she was. In, I was moaning. I wasn't moaning like the mon. I wasn't. So moaning. it wasn't any good. <laughs> well, I might have been moaning. It wasn't like. I think my house smelled like pussy. Anyway, but um. <laughs> but she was a lesbian, but like not like a not. She wasn't. She either. was a lesbian. She told you that. Yeah, she had a girlfriend, but she was like a goofy lesbian. Oh, a they, goofy lesbian. Goofy lesbians still have a sexuality. She was like a goofy lesbian. Like she wasn't like totally butch, and she wasn't like hot like, what, lipstick. What do you mean goofy? Did she have like those glasses with the nose? Yeah, the no, she had like a, she did have those goofy glasses. <laughs> she you saw her. her. Yeah, she had like fluffy short hair. She had glasses. She had. She like, wasn't sleek. She always wore like a flannel shirt. Well, not always, but a lot of times it was a flannel shirt. But watch her walk in and, and be like tucked all the way in with the shirt all the way up to the nips. It was strange. But what nips she had? She didn't have a lot. Are you sure she was a lesbian or just a 12-year-old Mexican? You're not a lesbian. You fucking check this girl's nipples out. (laughs) I had to be sure she was female. 
So, but she was, Yo, she was, not, she was really nice, but, but something gave it away. Like, she wouldn't really talk to me. Like, like she wouldn't tell me things. Like, you know, like, I offered her kasha varnishkas because my mother made them, and she didn't, didn't want to eat them. So That's why she moved what, out. What is that? Oh, it's an it's a, it's a Eastern European. Do you know what they are? Rush, they're re- kind of Russian. They're like elbow noodles. Jews eat them. Like Are these noodles shaped like elbows? That's all I'm they, You know those elbows? That they call elbows. They're like... I mean... Or ribbons or rib, the noodles. Oh, okay. The egg noodles with like really healthy barley and onion. They're very healthy. They're like a healthy uh, European dish that the Jews eat. Well, if you said that word to her, she probably got very frightened. Think, thought it was some sort devil. of like freaky, weird shit you were trying to ask her if she wanted. And she was like, I'm out. No. Because I had, uh, if you asked me if I wanted that, I'd be like, fuck no. That's not nice. Say it again. Do you want some Kashavanishkas? No. Yep. I'm getting hung tonight. I'm not, yeah. hanged. I'm getting hanged. That's, what, that's how I'd feel if, if I was a guest in someone's home. Like, this is going to be some kind of weird, kinky sex thing. No, no, or... I said my mother made them. No, it was a Jewish holiday. Mom made them. She must have been anti-Semitic. Maybe that's what it is. Probably. So, Caitlin Bailey's here, Phil Coors, Blake Carter, and Miss Angela Riley. So, anyway, um, so it's so that was weird. She just, like, disappeared. And, like, I'm like... Middle of night. You got ghosted by someone who was living with you. That's that's a new level of... But I didn't ghosted. bother. I didn't bother this chick. Like, I didn't bother her for shit. Like... She's like she made like nothing bothered her. Mm-hmm. She's all my toothpaste the first week. Is that bit? she didn't buy any toilet paper. Oh, that's the best thing about having a roommate. I haven't fucking bought shampoo in like three years. I yeah no I got I run I run an Airbnb. I Let's talk accept, about that. I just accept that all of my roommates don't know how to do their chores and they're all yeah, but that's never okay. With me for more but than Airbnb a week. is different. Than- yeah no exactly because they're a guest in my home so I just I treat them like a guest so I'm on my best behavior and, and, they're, I, and they're on their best and they're behavior, only there for a few days. And we're never we're never with each other enough to get any of the weird shit. Right. So it's you know I, I buy all the toilet paper and they pay all my rent and that's just how we do. And shit. if you never want to see them again, you never have to. Yeah, no, they sign my guest book. I don't even read it. Really? I, Thank yeah. you, Caitlin, for being such a great. I love your shampoo. <laughs> all those guest books I filled out for what? Yeah, for what? For nothing. For you're posterity. probably a great host. You're probably a great. great I'm, host. I'm only a great host because I functionally moved in with my boyfriend, so I'm there to be like, okay. this is how the Wi-Fi works, and then I disappear. So all right, let's there. talk about that. All right, so yeah, Caitlin so was single when I. Met her. So she's not. No, you were dating. I've had boyfriends. She has a million boyfriends. She yeah, always yeah, has a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, she's very good with that. Not like me, who has disaster. No, no. I mean, I've also gone through like epic. I mean, I used to be a prostitute. Like, we're, we're going to talk about that face. Like, yeah. Not... And I have to ask you about questions about that because sure. I almost got myself involved with that again. So anyway, I. <laughs> I get it. It's very involved. tempting. What with so so, Caitlin is very proud ex or pro. I don't know sex sure. worker. Yep. And she's very smart. She's not troubled like a lot of sex workers are. I'm sure she's troubled, but not for that reason personality disorder and right. not the sexual trauma and she's very smart and, and talented so um so now you're with you met so she tells me in the kitchen we're getting a pizza she's like why why haven't i seen you on the comedy circuit and i'm like well part of it is that i was on tour and the other right. part is I, that i fell in love and i think i'm getting married she, yeah I got, I got a text from you I, I fell in love i'm like oh my i know a photographer and i know Thank an you. ordained minister yeah so. so let me so where did you meet this I asked if it was a man or a woman. I never know with Caitlin. It's a, it's a dude. We met 16 years ago. Because Where? we were both on the same high school debate team. And this is when you were being a hooker. Dork. Yes, this uh, is when I was so being nerdy. a hooker. Wait, wait, wait. You were a hooker in high school. Yes. Yeah, junior. Tell, junior tell them the senior. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started, I started turning tricks junior and senior year of high school because I wasn't taking enough AP classes and I was understimulated. And so I thought I would be an entrepreneur and start my own business. But... 
Wow, yeah, so no, I was just, I was just curious. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And as the only level. girl on the debate team, I got my own hotel room with just too much power. So <laughs> yeah, like how did bitch before that shit? We yeah, so we we met 16 years ago on the debate team. We ran into each other like five years ago on the street because I was chain smoking outside of an open mic, and he was walking his dog right like the, the wholesome, <laughs> you know, Eagle Scout that he is. And then we. Uh, you know, he came to my one woman show, brought a girlfriend. We've been in like casual peripheral Facebook touch for five years. And then like nine months ago, he invited me to a dinner party and we were both single and we haven't stopped hanging out and things are, and we're talking about getting married. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so he lives here now? He lives here and his Where? family's from Raleigh. He, li- he lives in Murray Hill, but it's temporary and he hates it. What should you do? I live in Murray Hill. He lives on 35th and 3rd. I just live on 29th and 2nd. Yeah, it's just full of bros. Like. Like so that's so. Yeah. So he's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you so crush well. pussy. The Murray right. Hill bar. You know what's so funny about that is that you had to you move to New York and you meet the person from your high school. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's great. Did you we, like him back then? No, no. What no, was he, he look? What was he like back then? We were both super irritating. He was condescending, and, and you were condescending too. <laughs> yeah, we were, well, I was fourteen and he was nineteen, so he was like, "I know things about stuff," and I was like, "I don't care," and that was our whole dynamic. And what does he do now? He he works in tech. Mm. doing he makes the internet do stuff that it wouldn't otherwise do that's awesome yeah i hope so i don't you know we've talked about it a lot he does he does seo he he fight he fights with google's algorithm for a living so i i call him like a professional puzzle warrior that's how i think about did it. he know that you were a prostitute mm-hmm. back oh, wait so all the high school kids knew you were a prostitute no, 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 no none of them knew he found out that i was a prostitute in high school when he took his girlfriend to see my one woman show about the subject like so none five of your friends ago. in high school knew you were prostituting no you while can't you were in keep high prostituting if you tell everyone about yeah, it because one of them is going to tell their fucking you're parents. underage it wasn't oh, like yeah were, of course yeah wait 17. so you were like 17 and I was you were 17. like banging like old men or, yes yeah oh. for money um, you know, unlike the girls who were giving it away for free. So I was, yeah, I was uh, 17 for, I want I don't even remember the month, like, well, maybe six months or something. And then I had to quit because one of the other prostitutes found out that I was underage. Um, and she was like, you have to wait until your 18th birthday and for you to start working because you, you're a threat to the community. Because like, if, if you get arrested threat at 18. Threat to the community. Yeah, because if you get arrested for 18 for, for prostitution, it's a misdemeanor. If you get arrested at 17 and a half for prostitution, now everyone that you've ever emailed is guilty of child pornography and the website that we're using is now a trafficking site, uh, even okay. though I was Great. volunteering I the whole time. delete my email account now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why they don't want kids to send pictures of the internet. Yeah, no, of course they don't want to. To each other. Like, right. I, have I mean, I was I was 16. presenting as a 21-year-old communications major. I mean, like, I look, it's, I didn't look, I wasn't. You don't even look 21 now. I don't, right, I don't, yeah, I, I, it was, I was marketing myself. I was not marketing myself as, like, a barely legal, that wasn't, my, my tits and hips were too big. I wasn't, that's not the look that I was going for. Uh, better question is, how do you get your future husband to give me uh, a better algorithm on Google so people... Oh, yeah, totally. Just, uh, you know, be, be, be better. Be emails or... It's, I don't Just know. Be Just be better. No, no, no. His... his <laughs> He's okay. he's real, his real condescending. He's like everyone thinks they have an SEO problem when really what they have is a user problem. And I don't know what those words mean, but he seems real. Confident. Asperger's? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just enough can... that the prostitution doesn't bother him. And I we know. Can talk like, about, why does it bother we can talk him? About feelings theoretically, which is great. 
Are you done with the prostitution forever now? I mean, I'm done with it for now. Like, I mean, if this mirror, I'm not going to not do something I want to do because money. Like, I'm not going to let my kids starve because I can't figure. Well, I, I mean, you like, don't need to still do it if you marry a guy that has a job. I mean, yeah, right, exactly. I mean, like, we'll we'll figure it out. But like, I'm not. I'm a. Sur- I'm going to survive. So like, you like it? Though. You next. like it? I didn't do it for the money to start. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah, I loved it. What about it? Did you like? Power? I liked be I like the same thing about it that I like about my Airbnb guests and also <laughs> that I like Don't about say that to about the Airbnb. No, no, no really. You see, you know like, the Airbnb guests and that like everyone's on their Servicing best behavior people. for yeah. 3 days in a row and you guys walk away being like those are lovely people. She was a lovely host. Everyone's just lovely. And prostitution it's the same thing because like you're presenting a fantasy girl for them to fuck. And they're also on their best behavior. So you walk away with like, oh, he's a swell gentleman. And that's a lovely bro. You guys are only getting the best of each other. So how much of you... All right. So you don't... You don't you <laughs> no, know, I, like, it's, I feel no, like we're going to talk like about that. this a whole yeah. hour. Because <laughs> I hate the ugly so parts of relationships. Right, of course. Like the part of me and they're inevitable. But I, I, I haven't had a relationship in like, you know that, in years. Like yeah. a real one. Yeah, because the, the shitty part's inevitable. We just had a fight tonight because he said something mean to me for no reason. And then we had to just, like talk about childhood trauma. And like, blah, 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 blah. we had to talk about his like, work stress. Like, we had to figure out like how we got to the place where we were mean for no reason. But like over a long time. Does he do that a lot? Li- no, no, no. no. This is, well, first of all, it's too early for that how shit to be happening. How long has it been? Nine months. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, baby. Yeah, so we're still, it's, we're still in like cocaine mode we're still drug addicts with each other which is fine it's the best the dopamine is going the dopamine is like is strong um but it's over a long enough timeline with with a partnership level of exposure to someone you're gonna see the worst version of them inevitably just otherwise you don't have a real fucking relationship Mm -hmm. and then you know and in the affectation and and salesmanship of prostitution they only get the shimmering, glimmering. So, are you able to put that on when you need to for your boy, for your fiance? I, I, do, I don't because I think it's a slippery slope. If that makes. But can you slip sense. into that? Yeah, no, I do that. I do that for comedy all the time. That sales mode stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that it's, I mean, that's different. But when you're in an interpersonal relationship, does the does the sex worker Caitlin Bailey come into? It ever the sex worker Caitlin Bailey is way more dominant in in really? comedy than it is in in my relationship. I think part of it is the longevity. Like he met me when I was fourteen and a virgin, and my most the most obnoxious virgin. He knows of you prior to that. Yeah, he he knows me before I ever saw a dick in real life. I was just fronting, like you know, <laughs> like it's just you know. I love that. Yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. the dicks. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the dicks. Yeah. That's really interesting because mm-hmm. it's really because a lot of people can't separate it and they just. But you never did it because you were on drugs. You never did it because you needed money because your parents. No, did I you. did do it when I needed money. Well, money, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I no, no, no. Like when I was in high school, it was like it was a curiosity experiment. It was like a thought experiment, and like, what is this thing everyone's freaking out about? Right? They're like, you wonder how many broads in my fucking high school were doing. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I didn't do it for a decade. I went to college and I ran field campaigns for a progressive right, political a consulting job. firm. I, yeah, I worked as a as a you know political consultant, um, and that went awesome. And then I burned out. And then I started doing comedy. And then I did comedy for a couple of years. And then I was doing all of those like comedy jobs, like waiting tables, all the nonsense the barista, jobs, all the nonsense. Math. I became. I was like, 
oh my god, this wage slavery thing's like a real. You feel worse. There's a real deal. Some of these jobs feel worse than sucking a dick. Yeah, it it, it was objectively worse. And then I, I was feel like, worse. I'm getting back into sex work. I'm ta- I'm tapping out on the on the nine dollars an hour. Right. I mean, cleaning up human feces in a bathroom nonsense. I don't consent to that. I'm gonna do the job where I can set boundaries. Right. Yeah. Just boundaries. I can tell you to put a condom on, but I can't tell my manager I'm not cleaning the human fecal matter in the bathroom. That is it. That's a good point. Yeah. I agree. Like, have you ever fallen for anyone you prostituted for? No, that's not a thing. No, not a real thing. You never got really attracted to somebody. No, I know I was attracted to several of my clients. That's and, like, fun. We had good chemistry, and the sessions were you super never, fun. You never, you ever grossed out? Clients and sessions. Yes, I like how this sounds all. I know it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like, like a personal trainer. My, mom, my mom's an interior designer, and I would argue that like some of the things that she was doing with her clients are more intimate than what I was doing with my clients, and obviously some of them were less. But like. She's got clients that we still have dinner with because they became friendly and right. had like a great time. And also she has nightmare clients that she never wants to see again. And thank God she got her sales commission and it makes it all worth it. But they were cunts the whole time. I had the same spectrum of clients. I had people where I was like, I just have to endure this, get my money, get the fuck out and never see them again. Right. And I had the financial flexibility to choose not to see them again. And I also had folks like, oh, I wonder I wonder if Bob's ever going to call me again because that was really... Did really you, so you never really felt anything for them except yeah. the fun, the yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. This was good. This wasn't good. Because I know a lot of people are very... Everyone's always curious when Caitlin does a show. Well, They that, ask her a million questions about that's it. That's why I've started it's so my fascinating. podcast. I'm so excited to tell well, you about let's, it. Let's hear about it. It's called The Oldest Profession. Do you know Wendy Starling? Yes, I yeah. do know her. Wendy Starling's phenomenal. Is she's she a, a sex worker? Yeah, too? she yeah she's another unrepentant whore. She's also super funny and a really great stand up comic. And so she's my co host. And we oh, sit wonderful. down. Yeah, we sit down every week, and I tell Wendy a story from history, uh, from whore history, basically of like a notable sex worker from some time in in history. It's called the oldest profession, and she's here in the story for the first time. Wow. And we both react to it as contemporary sex workers. So like. You know, I was a history major and I, I love reading about this shit. And it's been like an intellectual obsession of mine for a decade. Uh, she doesn't know that history, but she has a shared context of having sold pussy and panties for money. So like we can get I've into sold my feet. Stories. You know that. right? Yeah. 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 I want to come on your show and You're be a not, guest. not a sex worker. I was a sex join, worker. Join, get under this bright, bright red umbrella. I've done I've done versions of sex work. Yes. Yeah. I that's what that is. Yeah. I haven't done. Well, I haven't sold my whole vagina. I've wanted to get paid yeah, no, for things. It. I've done. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I should have gotten paid for this. This was a lot of work. I don't like you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave a few dollars on the, on the yeah, table, like, at least for the cab, like you know? 15 minutes into the 45-minute blowjob, you're like, this isn't... No, what, 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 or you don't, I, your dick smells bad. I don't, I don't want to be with you. Anything. No, I've been like that. I, I've been in situations where I've been... I, there, it, there was an element of sex work. Like when I was younger, I'd meet this guy at a hotel and he'd take me out to dinner. He was much older than me. Mm-hmm. He was a businessman. A businessman. Like I was like an actress. I was like probably younger than you. And what? I would go to this hotel and and give him a blowjob or a handjob, but I didn't fuck him. Right. He was married, but it was that kind of arrangement. Yeah, you, you, you drew that line in your head, but like I got to tell you. That I didn't was, get the dollars though. I got the cab money. I always wanted was, the cab money to go back to Brooklyn. I resented not getting cab money from like if, if you had a doorman and I fucked you for free and you didn't put me in a car on my way home to my shitty apartment with like five roommates in a two bedroom, like I was, we were never seeing each other again. Right. That you, was, but like at having Having done sex work at 17, like the, the second person I fucked was a client, right? Okay. So like, I've had that context my whole life. And it was so interesting to me is all through college and all through my 20s being like a struggling 
would be performer or just being like in a financially strapped position, dudes like just financially flexible, like stable dudes are like presenting sex worker like relationships to me in, but now we have the money. Right, they were offering me like money. Like they were like, "We, I know you need food. I know you need cab fare. I know, like, I can give you a couple of hundred extra hundred bucks or whatever." But they were basically like lowballing me. Where I'm like, "No, no, no. If we're gonna do a financial relationship, like, I know what my hourly worth is. Like, what is your hourly did, worth? It was, you at mind? the time it was four, uh, God, I was seventeen, eighteen. It was four hundred dollars an hour back then, and then more recently it was five thousand dollars a month. When I decided to go back into it, back into it. But these guys." It was like they were they were trying to exploit the fact that I was financially vulnerable, but they didn't know how to negotiate. I knew what sex so how work do you, actually so how do you was. take how do you take it from there? Oh, I just I was just like, yeah, the cost of a martini does not mean I'm on your side. I'm just going to be a cunt to you for the entire conversation of the drink that you buy. Like, I'm oh not, wow, I, I refuse to play the whore. Like my my whore personality is $400 fucking dollars an hour. I'm going to be my fucking self and you can pay for these drinks if you want to, but it doesn't mean I have to be nice to you with the, with this attitude that you're so, giving me of like, you want me to placate you. You want me to flatter you. You want me to go, you want me to, to be pliable because you are dangling this potential future money in my head. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So no, did no. you turn That's, that into potential? Yes. And how did you do that? That's interesting. Oh no no no! I never I never turned that into. That was just some guy trying to. Yeah that no that was you. just some dick at a bar who didn't he know who he was doing. fucking dealing with. Right. Yeah yeah yeah. He okay. was like oh this cool innocent girl I can try to exploit and I'm like no 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 you're dealing with a pro who's choosing not to be a pro in this moment and in me choosing not to be a pro I'm not following the script that you have written in your head of how wow. the interaction should go. That's so, interesting. So you're saying if I pay five grand a month, what does that ent- what does that entitle me to? If I, I pay would the- turn your texts what? for five thousand dollars a month. Oh my God, you would do what? I would return his texts. Oh, okay. I thought you said. That's... I thought you said turn your tits. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you know, it's a, spe- it's a special tit trick that we're all we're all doing these days. We're all doing these days. Yeah, we're all doing these days. Yeah, but the oldest profession. We launched October fifteenth. I'm really, I'm really excited about it. That's so we'll, exciting. We'll open up I feel like, like Phil is dabbling in a little bit of some um, yeah, sexy stuff oh, too. What are you doing? Oh my god! Well, a little dabble. Well, what I do you mean, got going on? I mean, I got several porns out there, but if everyone finds it, that's up to them. Uh, I have very clever aliases. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. I think he's fibbing. Big bro hunter. Wait, Sorry. so wait. Are you dabbling in sex work, Phil? No, I'm not. But I did, I just did that. I could see you, like, ta- this guy's kind of saying that because I know Phil. Like, I could see you taking, like, ass pictures for the gay magazine. Not that you're going to fuck anybody, but. I mean, yeah. He I takes would. ass pictures for free. I will take, uh, my, my like, goal is to get my ass on the internet as much as possible. It, your smart ex-girlfriends have sold your pictures for money. That's. Yes. <laughs> Yes, they have. The last time we saw you, you were talking about you were getting ready to uh, to oh, film, the movie. film that the gay, movie, gay, the gamer, movie, like yes. the gay dude. Yeah, so I did, and I, I the mo- it went really well. We did the whole film, a whole feature length film in eight days. But every night that I went to bed, I stared at the ceiling for two and a half hours, Why? like thinking about like what the fuck I just did. It wasn't artistic. No, it was very artistic. It was a very good movie. That's the thing. That's that's what makes me nervous about it is because how good of a movie it was. Uh, but there was one scene where I had to, I, I had a naked scene. There was no peen in the, the shot, but I had to walk around this bed 
And it was just like the backside. So I, I got a text from my ex-wife or whatever. At ex-wife? The or my oh, wife. Oh, my wife. Oh, not my oh. wife. To oh, in the, the movie. I thought you had like ex-wife. Like, whatever. So like uh, I was completely naked. So it, it <laughs> showed the vulnerability of myself. And like because when you're the, the weakest time is like when you're you're naked. is like that's the most when you're most vulnerable. Right so after we orgasm. To, that's the most vulnerable exactly. time for men. You're going really? to strangle them. Yeah, I had a guy have right shame after, after you orgasm. just hold a pillow over their face. <laughs> <and they laughs> he orgasmed and he, and he ran away. Oh, that's, that's sad. <laughs> he did it on camera but, and he ran away. So for me, um, I, I was okay with doing the whole naked thing. It is what it is. But the, the camera shot only saw my backside. But I had to walk. From that point to the other side, completely butt-ass naked, and my nuts decided not to show up to the production. Yeah, of so course, because you were nervous. That was great. There was like 15 people, and I'm like, great. We're well, not doing porn. You're just doing acting. It's different. Right, right, right. It is a little different. Would you do porn, Phil? I would do porn. I knew it. I, I said that. I said, Phil could end up a porn star. Shy nuts. I, mean, I said to Angela like the other day. Set for. This comedy thing doesn't work out for me. I'm planning on being a magic mic. No, I'm telling you, that's a bad follow-up plan for that. It's a, it, you, don't you don't make any money. That you need. No, his, he's got shy balls. You can't do porn with shy balls. Couldn't you maybe do a dance for us? Yeah, what do you think a but porn no, set no, is? No, no, Just no, you no, and no, some no, hot no, girl no, alone no, no, in a room, yeah. you dumb fuck? No, don't even. No, it's like it's all of us. different for me because I was naked with another dude in a There's big fat guys with cameras and like you know, you know, fucking makeup artists touching up your nipples. It's not like that. Oh, well, that, if that's the case, then that's it's not like on. Hot Play with my nipples, then. If that's the case. So, are you going to oh, go into like porn? Your mother's going to be really upset if you go into porn. Oh, my mother. Oh, my my whole family would disown me if I decided that path. I'm See, not going to. I rather go into prostitution than porn because no. I rather go into prostitution than porn because at least it's not on film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, no one's going to play me a clip of my but me prostitution. Skill, no, they'll never, never want you unless people just. They can only talk. You didn't get arrested for it, so they'll never ever right. be able to do anything to her. Yeah. Mm. But you are gonna. That's gonna haunt you, and then you know, Whatever. or so or they'll capture your most virile years on camera, and you can jerk off to that into your eighties. <laughs> <laughs> See, she's got a point. She does got a point. Yeah, you photograph that body now. <laughs> sales. Here, with, give me the sales pitch. Mm-mm. What am I gonna do? Are you gonna pimp him out, Caitlin? I, 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 no, no, no. There's no way. Would you ever be a thousand dollars? I don't even know why I did that. I don't. But, like, I don't know the answer to that. question. Like, I would be a madam because I could empower women. The way that they're doing prostitution laws right now, I might already be a madam just by talking about prostitution. What in do you a mean? Non-negative way. That uh, this most recent 9/11, Trump signed a bill that was passed by. By uh, the House and the Senate expanding the definition of human trafficking to include like promoting prostitute. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, well, as if he never saw a prostitute. Melania wasn't a prostitute years ago. I've met women who he's fucked for money. It's like that's it. There's no way. It's always the people that hate things that do things. Yeah. I mean, God, is that not the arrangement with Melania? Um, she seems so miserable. This hotel in Atlantic City is a prostitution. It's ring. just a brothel. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is really. Does he still have know. it? Does he still have it? No, I don't think so. That's so interesting. How do you feel but about I prostitution? I did a comedy show in a strip club in that that hotel before. Well, it's always like a, a fine line. How do I feel about it? Yeah. And Angela, do you feel? Yeah. My... Um, I mean, I don't care. I think like it should be legal. Like the whole. It should be legal. Thing. I think you should have a. We should know you've been tested, so that way, like the dudes that hate their wives and go fuck prostitutes aren't bringing the STDs home and all that bullshit. Uh, So, yeah, that's what. uh, That I mean, that's that's. So you think the Nevada model is the best way? What the Nevada model? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, people going to a brothel. I the thing is, is like I 
I would be cool with regulating prostitution if we didn't have such a long history of legislators and moralizers and do-gooders and dumb fucks that think they know better All who... Re- uh, like yes. passing <laughs> willfully so hateful law. So like the Nevada Nevada I think is like it's a good idea gone wrong. So like a lot of these women they're forced they're forced into the brothel model. So like, Nevada is the only state in in the US where prostitution is legal and it also has the highest arrest rate per capita wait, for wait, solicitation. Wait. wait, really? Yeah, because they force these women to work in brothels exclusively. And if they work outside of that model, they're aggressively arrested because now they're a threat to an industry, right? So if you... If, and also, the brothels are only allowed in uh, in counties with a population... I don't remember if it's 200,000 or 700,000. Right? right, yeah. So there's no legal prostitution on the Las Vegas Strip which is where the biggest demand is. So women that go to the Las Vegas Strip to to solicit clients are engaging in illegal and arrestable prostitution. That's that's really fun. Yeah, it's nuts. So like I'm I I'm a I'm a freedom of choice person, right? Like I don't think you should force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do to the point where I'm like I think that we should have a fucking minimum wage system or like a guaranteed I agree, income. I agree too. Like yeah. I think this this like economic necessity is a son of a bitch in terms of exploitation. But if you're talking about prostitution, historically speaking, sex workers are a highly motivated group when it comes to sexual health, right? Much more so than sorority than sluts that think that like <laughs> nothing can happen to them, right? Like prostitution. Nothing know- can happen to us. We have five beta kappa dabba dabba lappa. My daddy loves me. I'm not that kind of girl. Right. It's illegal though, because they can't tax it. What they could if it was decriminalized in the way that you can yeah, tax well, any. Really tax it, That's like, how do you tax? I'm, like, I'm a freelance like, writer. How are you? How am I being taxed? Even servers in New York, uh-huh. they're giving them paychecks now instead of tips because they want to tax the tips, and they it took them years to figure out how to do that. Look, I swear to God, most of the sex workers I know declare their income through S-Corps or LLCs. They just call themselves consultants because they understand that tax evasion is a federal crime, whereas prostitution is a misdemeanor. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, like... Like... Dude, so many different levels of this. Um, And I I agree with, uh, you know, do your own thing, do whatever you want to do, but I don't agree with the STD testing because everybody makes a choice, like... If you're going to go out and fuck a prostitute and bring crotch crickets home to your unexpecting wife, then that's on you. Like, yeah, but if you're going to go out and fuck a girl at a bar and bring crotch crickets home, that's then also that's your choice as well. People, like, yeah, but like, still so your why choice. do you think that sex workers are more likely to have STDs? Is it like I don't. A, I'm just saying it's still your choice. Like, if that it's yeah, no, but it, I mean, equally as likely the, to happen. It's the prostitute's choice and it's also the client's choice, right? So, like, we well, yeah, but if everybody's barebacking, then that's both people's choice. How I think my, people should use condoms. How do my Airbnb guests know? I don't have bed bugs. They just pray and hope. What do you? They ask Jesus, dude. Bed bugs. <laughs> I, Jesus, I, 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 how, how do they know? Bed bugs. I could extinct bed bugs right no, now. I know that there's a way that they know. How? Which is that there's a mutual review system on Airbnb. So when my guests stay with me, I review them, and when they stay with me, they review me. So anybody that books a room in my Airbnb gets to read not just the most recent reviews, but all of the reviews. And if anyone mentions bed bugs, there's no way for me to erase that. 
Sex workers have a very similar system. There's a mutual review system. Where is the review system? It depends on what website you use. And their websites. Gonna, yeah, there are absolutely Don't, websites. I've seen them. I know them. Know them. And connect with, you know, clients and providers, connect with each other. Okay. And there's a, there's a mutual review system, but they keep getting torn down by the FBI because of link trafficking, which is just, a, is become synonymous. But you're with, not the common prostitute. There are some girls. Well, that yeah, that's the, what I was just long, getting the, ready no, no, to no, say. The longer I do this, the more women I meet that are just like me. But there's also that other prostitutes absolutely. that are not like doing it as a business that are like where yeah, I live. They're all doing it as a business. No, well, I'm talking about the drug addicts sure. who are doing it You're to support their habits. Yeah, and there's a lot of those too, and that's where like the I that's where I kind of start to get like weirded out by and stuff like that because yes, like if the if the person who you know the sex worker and the 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 John or whatever client. you want to call them the client. Okay, sure. so if they the if they're like mutual like they're they're in agreement, they're they're fine with everything, right? But the thing that does like annoy me is the wife who has no clue that any of that's happening and like that kind of sucks my my argument and this is this is an argument that i i gave to myself when i was a teenager right so i've got i invested a lot uh there's a lot of cog it would be a lot of cognitive dissonance for me to let go of that so like my bias is like i think this is the way to think about it but i've also invested a lot of man hours in that so i'm willing to have it like poked at is that if if the question if I don't think that I, I don't believe that monogamy is like the best or I don't think that. So are you going to be monogamous with your husband? Or I don't do think you? so. I think okay. that I don't think that fidelity is the best metric of commitment. I think that you can be in a committed relationship with somebody and also not be sexually faithful to them. I think that that is possible. Right. So that's that's one belief that I have. The other one is that if you're looking at a spectrum of starting an affair like with a coworker or a neighbor or one of your wife's friends, or somebody in your social group, or paying a prostitute an hourly amount to disappear after the sexual gratification, which one do you think is more of a threat to your marriage? Well, like, obviously, the prostitute one's better, but... Right. But, and I think if two people, I think if you and your... hopefully future fiance Uh have this talk and you both agree that we are going to do our thing if we're not faithful blah 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 whatever you have your lines and they're in there you know you know what they are and everything's clear then that's fine but for the wife who doesn't know or the husband Uh who doesn't know and those lines aren't made clear and you're going behind, you're and, and you, and you, that's yeah, and that's wrong. That I mean, that I don't like, and I mean, obviously, you can't pre- you can't prevent that or whatever. But that's the part that annoys me because it's like, I don't want to say annoys me because whatever it is, what it like. I, but I'm just saying that's the part that I did that that I find troublesome because, like, if I were a sex worker, mm-hmm. and let's say Phil was my client, okay, thank God, yeah, <laughs> I Poor. would, I Poor personally, <laughs> I personally. Would have a problem with doing what having him as a client if he was married and his wife was unaware, and I knew that it would hurt her. It would do, and it would hurt. Her. That would bother me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I would feel the same way as a bartender, like wondering what percentage of my clients were like relapsing. You know what I mean? Or like, there's there's just sort of an, an inevitable or like potential harm in trying to make choices for other people. But like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's adults. I think that 
one of the thing, one of the dynamics that really bothers me about marriage is the the moral high ground in the sexual fidelity thing. Like, I don't understand why it's more wrong for me to cheat on my spouse than it is for my spouse to decide that neither one of us can ever have sex again because they're just done with it and that's what the rules are. Like, I don't understand why we decided as a society that cheating on your spouse is a worser moral violation than removing sex from the relationship and saying, I don't want to have sex anymore, therefore we are never having sex again. Like, why did we decide that cheating was the worser offense there because depriving somebody of a fundamental human need also feels like a moral violation. That's interesting. That is, but, and also, too, just the, the point that you were saying, uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be just prostitution. I mean, people um, are going to cheat if they're going to cheat. Or emotional relationships. Yeah, no, prostitution did not enable cheating. No, cheating just, no, existed. Making something yeah, easy. It just <laughs> ma- it makes it easy. No, I'm just saying, it, it me personally, like, it would, no, I totally. would have a hard time. Listen, if I could go around and just bang people and make shit, fucking $5,000 a month, hey, I wish I could. But just for me personally, wondering... Is he lying to his wife? Is he going to go home to his wife? Like, that would bother me. But that, that like you well, said, maybe... Bo- right. You yeah, can be a guy that, that, that could happen too. Where and I've it would bother me as well. I've been around guys and I find out they have... I've had sex with guys and I'm like, then I find out, oh, he has a girlfriend. He has yeah, so, a girlfriend. No, he's lying to his wife and you. Right, so I don't even know, and I'm not, you know, as a as a person who's not right, a but that's all that, but that's different because you were innocent, you were like completely innocent, right, in that right, because right. he lied to you. Whereas if the guy comes to you and you know he's married, like you see the wedding ring and of stuff course. like that, would hurt. And that, you I actually, and, and this is coming from, and I'm not being, I'm not no, no. trying to be judgmental. No, I'm just Angela's saying I couldn't. No, I get it. But I wish I could sometimes. You see yeah, I would love you to be able to pay all, my bills. We all set our own boundaries, and that's like one of the cool things about sex work, and one of the problems that I have with the Nevada model, like the reason that I really hate this this impulse to regulate, this impulse to like legalize instead of decriminalize, is that I think that there are a lot of legislators out there, a lot of people out there that think that they have a good idea that they want to codify in, in law, right? That they want to legislate their good idea about how they think things should work. And what they end up doing is putting people in cages for having consensual sex with another adult, and it's fucking bullshit. So, like, that's what's happening in Nevada, and I think it's what's happening all but over all, the but world. But certain areas of Nevada, they could have sex. Cause, uh, yeah. So it's not a moral but issue. But, like, if they don't, don't want to work for somebody else, they don't want to do 12-hour shifts, they don't want to register at the sheriff's office with a, a prostitution card because maybe they're in I the middle. I love we still use the term sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but you have to, that's what it's called. It's called a yeah. sheriff's card. So if you work in Nevada as a prostitute, you have to register and get a, get a sheriff's now card. Now, if you have herpes, you can't work, probably. Yeah, right, exactly. So they, yeah, they, they do STD tests. They do them weekly. Um, but... It's Nevada's a it's a hodgepodge of fucked up systems, but it's all fueled by this like whores are dirty, whores need to be kept out of our community, whores need to be X, oh, see, Y, and Z. I don't think Z. that's true. I think crack whores might be dirty. <laughs> that's a different terminology altogether. Well, anyone who wants to work legally in Nevada has to register and they have to work in a brothel. Their shifts are 12 to 14 hours. If they Ugh. leave the brothel for more than we'll 24 hours, have to labor laws. Have a labor have laws. To, Yo, yeah, I mean, exactly. Remember that show? So it's like, whereas like, if you just want a flexible job I know because like, you're taking care of your kids yeah. or you don't want to register because you're in the middle of a, like, a custody battle and if you your ex-husband finds out that you're a registered prostitute, you're going to lose your fucking kids, whether it's legal or not. Like there are lots of reasons why women don't want to register to work in the legal Nevada, Nevada brothels, but still don't want to be arrested 
for doing prostitution. Well, couldn't there be like a legal way to get around it? Like, yeah, it's called decriminalization. Well, no, Just like instead of paying money, in like couldn't couldn't you get like like tickets like a Chuck E. Cheese for skee ball? <laughs> And like you just turn in the you, you turn in the tickets, and then like it's not like you're really paying for it. You're given you're given like carnival tickets. <laughs> BJ is fifteen tickets. He's like, right. fuck. Never gonna get it. I gotta hit a couple more hundreds on skee ball. They, no, you buy credits probably maybe, and, they, oh, and then you get reimbursed the process. Yeah, I was gonna so say there's, there's no gotta money. be a way around it because it's not it's, it's not physical money at that point. Yeah, there's got to be a way around. I it. mean, I don't know. I I have I I have mixed things. I don't really have any moral judgments against prostitution. I've done things in that world, so I don't have any moral judgments. I just think that you have to be really safe about what you do and honest, you know, and like with yourself. With you, and a lot there are a lot of men and women that are in relationships that are totally fucked uh, up, deprived of, of sex. Like I have friends that don't have sex with their boyfriends. I've I have guy friends that don't have sex with their girlfriends or their wives or whatever the hell, vice versa. So there's a lot of relationships that are totally sexually anorexic. I was in one, and it's very painful. Not that I would see a process. I didn't cheat on him, but it was some, I was considering it, but I considered a divorce instead in my situation. Right. But, there was, but you could see how somebody else would But I might have decision. stayed if there were other good things. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I, again, I think that we, we substituted sexual fidelity for commitment because we didn't want to have an honest conversation as a society of what an equitable relationship looks like. So we just used this like older model of fidelity, mostly feminine fidelity, right? We're like starting to shit on men for cheating on their wives, but the the general obsession. A lot of I know two couples or three couples. The women cheated on the men. First. Well, no, I, I think that's. I think this started with alpha male bullshit. Of course it did. Or yeah. lack it, of start, it started male. because we decided on a, a paternity system in, instead of a matriarchal system. Why did we decide to do inheritance and name and like all of the important shit through the male line when it's only the feminine line that can be verified? That goes like to paganist shit. Yeah. Yeah, because pagans used to worship women, and then dudes were like, "All right, let's let's, uh, let, let's settle this shit down I got right now." Let's uh, not do this anymore. Doesn't it make sense? These broads are really women, taking us over. But like seriously though, we're the only, we make people with our body and there's a whole system in here that talks to the moon. It's not not magic. You know, you're no, looking around the for the deity. There's a reason why there's oh, a vagina don't call it magic cuz I just thought of David Arnold faking walking on water. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of, and, I, and this sound there's a lot of like fear of women and and now that women are becoming we're very powerful. We're very powerful, but I think we're also fearful of our own power. I think there's a part of that, and I'm not saying you or me or Angela in particular are fearful of our power as women, but I think it's intimidating to men. At oh, point. it certainly is. You guys suck the life out of us. Yeah, and you literally. don't even try. Yeah, what's so funny about you that don't even have to try. Like, it's so funny that like the the, men the are national dumb. conversation, okay, not national. The the general the narrative of sex is that when a man and a woman go to bed together, the man wakes up having won something and the woman wakes up having lost, lost something, something. When really, we're what? sucking the life literally out of you. Yeah, like, see, we're I just literally sucking the life wow. energy out of your body. 33 and years. we think of women as Old being time. the losers in that scenario. After sex, I can get up and make a sandwich. Y'all are worthless after sex. You can't do shit. You wanted to sleep. You That's not asleep. true, actually. I, I'm no, my ex-husband would fall asleep after sex. Yeah. My ex-husband would fall asleep, but not just like slowly. He would like act like he was on anesthesia. 
Like he was on the stuff that killed Michael Jackson. Like he, <laughs> my pussy was like an anesthetic. He would go. He would just like die. And like he was un- the stuff that killed Michael Jackson. You know that uh, wow. Wow. childhood nightmares. I told you, pussy was <laughs> powerful. What was that? that? Propanol. It was like he literally like someone drugged him and he couldn't move. I'm like, are you dead? Right. Like, yeah. He was you're like useless. Sucking, you're sucking the it, life energy. There was out a of war. Them. He wouldn't be able to fight it. He'd be. A, I'd have to fight the war. No, but I talk about this all the time about how women suck the life out of men because like if you move in with a girl, well, I, I feel some. All your shit is out the window. What do you mean? All the guy's stuff is out the window. It just sounds like, like you're really Spider-Man bad at setting sheets? boundaries. And, 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 the, and, and no, bad no the girl labor. is just like, she somehow has better stuff. So the whole apartment, everything is all decorated with her stuff. And then whenever you break up, now I got to buy all new stuff. Wait, is this a <laughs> confession? Do you have a, do <laughs> well, maybe she didn't want Star Wars. She's now? in like... That from but 1985. No, and I'm saying men are stupid. We give want- into this. We're just like, oh, okay, whatever. You just throw it out because we want to fuck you, and then <laughs> eventually we're left with nothing in the end because men are stupid. And it's not that men are stupid. It's that you guys have been trained uh, generation after generation after generation that women belong in the home and we have supremacy there and your job is to exist in the public sphere. So even though we've allowed women into the public sphere, you guys are not yet comfortable asserting yourself in a domestic realm. That's, y'all, that's on y'all. No, actually, I think it's because a lot of guys just don't give a fuck. I don't care what my place looks like. I sleep well, there. Well, your Stop girlfriend and wife does. About it. I'm not bitching about it. I'm it's, just you're saying. You're totally bitching about it. You're and bitching it is, about it. No, 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 it is actually a real problem, right? This deli- this delination of like all things home Deli-nation? related. Delination? I don't remember. I don't know. I've had like seven glasses of wine. The you're on your delegation. Relegate, the delegate. The relegation. The relegating. Delegate. All things domestic to the feminine sphere means that your future wife or current girlfriend or whatever, like anything having to do with the home and then later in life, like raising children is her responsibility. Right. So she becomes like the manager of the house, which is like back in. The olden times when middle class women, that's all they did. That the was olden fine. times. But now when you have two, when you have two Put the shutter down on our helmet and we took our lance into war. It's just such a cultural expectation that women take care of all things home related. Like you don't even consider putting both. up a fight over Sadly. your fucking couch. <laughs> but do you realize what you're doing you right realize- now? Like I was talking about how men feel and you're telling me how men feel and you're a woman. Yeah, but I feel really confident about knowing how men feel because I've fucked more of them than you have. While they <laughs> well, I certainly hope so because I'm a zero. <laughs> um, no, but no, you really, I, you're I trying to tell me how men think, no half, and I'm not trying to tell count. you how right, women well, think. I'm trying to tell you how feel. men think. Yeah, no, I think that men think that like the home is like not their place. It's not their place to have an opinion on what the couch is. Some so guys do. Throw Some their guys do. Let's just Phil. I mean, I want some feng shui in my apartment. And if it if the woman brings a good energy and a good atmosphere, then like I'm down with it. Like I would want to have a say with like what couches we pick out or whatever like that's that. Cool. Like, but that's 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 all I'm saying. Like I mean, I mean decorate the shit out of the place if you want to. Like, I don't yeah, it sounds like partnership. Right, I'm yeah, down with it's that. Like we I'm decide down. what kind of couch we want. As opposed well, to like that's, that's all on now. you. Why are you making me throw my shit away? But I didn't say it's all on you. I mean, what you said is like women always be making choices, and me just be letting them make those choices, and I want to whine about it. That's I don't think I, I said it I like don't, that. I don't think you used my cheekbones are not that high. <laughs> but, uh. I think I think we, I think it's I think things are changing. I think men and women are becoming more equal, and I think that's I think in a way that is happening. But there's still that sort of 
patriarch part of society that I feel a lot, and it comes up every so often. Not a lot as much. I mean, it, in it, my it, marriage, it didn't come up. I wish my guy was a little bit more alpha in my mm-hmm. marriage. So it fucked up my marriage. You know what I'm saying? If it was just a little bit more fucking alpha and less fucking faggot, it would have been better. Huh. I mean, not faggot me. And I don't want to say, I don't mean faggot as gay. I mean faggot that he just didn't want to make any men. choices or have any responsibilities. Right. See, he not, was like, I'm, I'm putting you that. in charge of running my life. No, and you were I like, want... I wanted a marriage did not to be your personal right. secretary. Right. He wanted my mother to feed him. And no, it was just... I, I wouldn't want that in a relationship. I would want an equal say in something that's going on. But I mean, it, the thing is, though, like when you have an, if you have a nice apartment and you have nice things, like I, I think that it's nice if if a woman comes into my apartment and brings like her things to offer to my apartment, then that's okay. If she's throwing my shit out, well, you don't let that. I wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, I wouldn't let that happen. I either. wouldn't want to throw my husband or boyfriend or whatever thing. There's a lot of women that do though. Yeah, Let's see, be that's honest. Not right I know either. lots of people that do. Unless that. it's dirty or disgusting. There's a my, like, my boss right now. My my current boss. We have a foosball table in our office because his wife refuses to allow him and it's the one thing that he was like I don't want to get rid of it and she was like well get it out of the house like he lost everything else of his and so it happens let's be realistic it happens but anyway I I am like why would you no 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 so my boyfriend he just bought um, a couple of months ago a 1987 I'm going to try to get this right Nissan 300ZX and the reason that it was for sale is because a, a guy had bought this like from a collector. It was like a mint condition. Somebody like had just kept it in a, you know, air conditioned garage for its whole life. It had like 10,000 miles on it or something. And he bought it and he brought it home to his wife. And his wife was like, get that ugly piece of trash out of our fucking driveway. This is garbage. And he was forced to sell it. My boyfriend bought it, but it's because that brings so much resentment in a relationship. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's the seed of resentment. But I was like, Oh, at first when I heard that story, I was like, Oh, this fucking bitch, right? Like this cunt who's trying to like tell this guy how to live his life. It's like, it was like, $6,000 $6,000 or something for the for the car, which is not a lot of money for a car. Uh, but then come to find out, this guy had been obsessing about this car for years and had been researching on the internet, and he never clued his wife in. So he just shows up one day was it, was with this old sports car, and she had no idea the significance to him, the fact that he'd driven the same car in high school, the memories she, well, he that didn't, it brought he didn't back. Say it? He didn't talk to her about it. He just showed up one day with the fucking car, and she was like, no, absolutely not. I don't, like, no, not allowed. And I was like, dude, this is a solvable problem. You just got to talk to so your wife about what your hopes and dreams are and get on the same deep. goddamn team, you So this is so fuck. weird. No one's, this is what we've realized. No one's freaking communicating. No one's communicating. Just, no one's saying, well, this car means a lot to me because yes. it reminds me of when I was the happiest yes. in my life. And it brings me back to that. The foosball. I love playing foosball. It's my favorite game. I really want it. it she probably feels joy. powerless at the Meanwhile, office. I'm trying to get him to throw it out of the office because I'm tired of looking at it too. <laughs> but anyway, listen, is there any way that we can move on from this men-woman stuff because I'm getting a headache. I really am. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm We can sorry. go on for it. hours about it. I know, so I, I know. Think, I'm like, oh my God, I can't take it anymore. So I'm yeah, about to like, lose no, it. I just think basically at the end of the day, and this is what I've concluded from this conversation as being um, the Stacey Pressman Hour host, is that I think no one's freaking communicating with each other. If, they, if you told how you felt about something and you said how you felt about something, I don't think people would have these problems. Yeah, that and was... I, it it was it was weird and disconcerting for me as a high school kid because like now I have a little bit more context but like at seventeen to be hearing these dudes talk about how they couldn't 
let their wife in on their vulnerability, their weakness, their whatever. Like they just told themselves the story about how their wife wouldn't be able to forgive. And they never did it. X, Y, and Z. They never did it. They never found out. And I'm like, I feel like men have been underestimating their women and vice versa and vice versa the whole time. We've been telling ourselves a lie about how our partner can't handle the real truth about who we are. And really we're all fucking monsters. We're all people. And we could all probably figure it out if we talked about it. Well, right. no, but I think that's an age demographic too. Yeah. Like, cause I was raised old school and I was taught you don't, you don't talk to your, you don't show your feelings. Like I was raised I, Irish. Hmm? I come from an Irish family. You don't talk about your feelings. You, you shove it all down and then you act tough. <laughs> and that's a, that's a shitty way to live life, but that's... It's a great way to make really good soldiers, though. Because they're just ready to kill uh, I, things. Yeah, but I don't know. Talk to the Spartans. <laughs> well, speaking of the Hugh Hefner died. Well, Hugh Hefner died. This is very interesting. So, let's, all the time, you know, there was a lot of mixed bags about the Hugh Hefner dying because some people say he was a monster. Figure out talk about Playboy, like the way he treated the women that lived there, that they were like prisoners, and then... He was like mean to them. They made them have these weird sex parties, and then some people like. He or he'd best. beat off. <laughs> and then some people were like he was the best thing that ever happened, and I think that's big a big thing. Like, but then my opinion was like no one forced. It. I had friends that posed in the magazine and mm-hmm. were invited for the weekend. This is back in the eighties, nineties, and they didn't want to stay longer than a weekend. Was it still in Chicago then? Because he no, started in Chicago. That, that's like the No, this was in L.A. Okay. Or whatever it would, no, no, no. I don't know when they transferred. Stacey I, looks young, but she's not. That's no, not, I don't. I don't know when they transferred. That's all. I. I that was no, no, like no. A, it was um, a snide joke, as you no, would no, say. No, no, no but basically, it was. It was. I guess in California, or whatever. And he has a Playboy mansion, and there were gates there. And I had friends that would stay for the weekend, but they hated it. They hated staying there because they were Playboy, but they couldn't bring their boyfriends. They couldn't. Yep. And then some women chose to live at this mansion like they chose to stay there and follow the rules and now they're complaining that he was a monster and evil sure so i mean some people choose to work at mcdonald's and also talk about how shitty it is yeah but if you make that choice too yeah that's all you make that choice i mean they weren't helped but then is it stockholm syndrome they're in you know but heidi whatever her last name is that girl Fleiss. Not Heidi, the Heidi, no Heidi, the blonde that he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, with. I thought we were like she about. wrote a book saying it was horrible, it was mean. So I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why we as a society lost the ability to think of people as being both great visionaries and also Animals. terrible people. <laughs> I don't understand why we like. I, I think I think that the the <laughs> net the net positive influence of Hugh Hefner's like I think Hugh Hefner in some ways paved the way for the the sexual revolution that happened after him, right? right? Like, I think that he created a space that enabled people to stand up and say, hey, women have a sexuality too, and we have to And race relations. Yeah, he was, he was sending, yes. like, magazines to, like, uh, churches and everything, and he's like, tell me it's not artistic. Mm-hmm. Well, he, I mean, nude, nude photos doesn't really, you know... We, no, we, he didn't I'm, invent nude photos. No, That's America is so uptight. Like, yes. in France, you go to, to the beach and everyone has tablets. Everyone's tablets. They don't and care. no one's raping nobody. Nobody, right. But so it, it's American. We have a puritanical view of sex. It's a nightmare. And so... so, anyway, he, was so also, he, was a, he was also a monster to women. Like, no. I mean, like, whatever whatever Anthony... Can, like, well, we don't have to talk about it. But, like, he's he was a mo- he was a monster to women. Like, he was an abuser. Hefner. Yeah, Hefner. Yeah, yeah. Hefner was an abuser. He was a... He, if I, I wouldn't want to be in his... I wouldn't want to be one of those girls... He that were he living used, there. Yeah, he used every kind of power that he could, which was substantial, his Hitler. social and financial, financial power, over vulnerable women. And also, they were making 
a choice. But like this, this is the kind of choice that this is something I, I, I argue with like my more well or offer or like famous or male friends or whatever is like when you talk about flying a girl to Italy and you talk about spending a week with them in Tuscany or you, you talk about like giving them access to this lifestyle. Yes, it's costing you thousands of dollars a month to put them up in resorts and like you're sharing the greatest meals and yes, you're buying them dresses. But the end of the two or three years that you're spending together with that girl, she's walking away with zero professional skills and a real expensive taste she doesn't have the means to keep up. You're not doing her a favor. No. You're setting her up for failure. There's a reason that escorts charge an hourly rate for that kind of thing when you find some dumb co-ed who just wants to skip out on graduate school in order to travel the world with you on your yacht or whatever. You're not helping her. Well, I don't think you're, she's not helping herself either. She's the retard that's like, let's do it. Maybe uh, yeah, have brains and realize that you need to have your own like education I never took stuff like and that skills from guys and stuff that like way. that. Like, I couldn't do that. I always... No, like... Same. I was going to say the same like, thing, she's, yeah. She's these women chose it. Yeah. They've got caught up. No one ever said, well, this is not so good for you because you're not learning. But some of those girls did end up having real lives, like those the ones on the e-show. I don't know. I, guess I think they equally the used thing. each other. They None of those broads wanted him because they found him so interesting. I think Holly might have so loved him and got handsome. They all wanted him for his money, and he wanted them for their puss and their tits and their face. So they equally used each other, I feel like, in that situation. And if he turned and if I don't he think turned, anybody can pretend that that was an equitable relationship. Because they got, well, they didn't get, they, they he had all the money and power and they just listened to what he had to say. It wasn't like, I don't want to, I mean, it was sort of They could have walked like, out the door. They wanted to live in that house. Right, course, they I wanted agree. the celebrity. Totally they wanted all of but that bullshit. It it's not like he, like. It wasn't t- equitable, meaning that you and your boyfriend talk to each other. He's not like. Angela, if you don't do this, you're going to get kicked out of the house. Angela, if you don't, you know, come with me here everywhere I go, you're going to get kicked out. It's not like that. You don't have that. Like, I'm not in a relationship like that. And you're not like we're not in relationships like that. And, and, and Caitlin's not. I've been in relationships like you that. You haven't. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's terrifying and it's, it, it's weird. It's disconcerting. Yeah, so what is that like? Like, how do you end I up mean, in a relationship like that? Yeah, well, I mean, like, the, the way that it happened for me is that at 25 years old, I moved from North Carolina uh, to New York City for the second time, right? So I left a political campaign uh, and uh, left a, a great job and was trying to start a career in comedy. And my first three jobs that I was working all at the same time were as a Starbucks uh, Starbucks barista. Uh, I was tutoring kids on the SAT, and I was night monitoring, which meant I was sitting in hotels from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m., preventing high school and middle school kids from, you know... Uh, fucking each other or setting anything on fire. <laughs> um, and so, like, I was working... Like eighteen hour days. You had three jobs. I had three jobs, and also trying to pursue comedy for like no money. And I met this guy in a bar, um, and he was great, and he had an Irish accent, and he was super charming. And I was super attracted to him, and we had incredible sex. And like I thought that this was going to be it. Um, and he he didn't get violent until three months into the relationship when he flew me to New Orleans, and that was our first trip together. And he was paying for the whole trip, and he thought that that was, like, a big 
demonstration on his part. And I was like, yeah, you're paying for the was whole Was he very trip. wealthy? He, I, we didn't get that far. He was presenting as a very wealthy. Okay. So I don't actually know. But he was presenting as a, like, I can, that he was making me the offer that Hugh Hefner was making these women, basically. Right? And he was like, I will pay for everything for this trip. And I was like, that's great. And also, I'm taking a whole week off of all of my hourly jobs for this for this week. So in addition, you're paying for everything. And also, there's a possibility that I'm not going to be able to make rent going on this trip. Right? It's like that was the... So the in a real relationship, situation. you guys would have talked... In a healthy relationship, you got to be like, well, I have to take a week from work. I'm not going to mm-hmm. really make my rent this month. If you really want to go, like, I need, you know, either you sure. lend me money or we need to figure this out. Right, because, like, I got to New York eight seconds ago. You're 10 years older than I am. You have financial flexibility, and I fucking don't. That could have been the conversation that we had, but it wasn't. Instead, he got violent with me in New Orleans for trying to go to an open mic. That's sort of a different story. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, no, don't do that mic! The way, that he, the way that he Maybe phrased it was... Really it was Yo, that mic paying, sucks, He was man. trying to save you. The way that he phrased it was, I'm paying for everything. This is my hotel room. This is my oh, vacation. And some did. man yeah. is calling you, telling you that you can get stage time tonight. It's bullshit that you're even answering his calls. He wants control. Well, he wanted me to have an escort mentality for what I thought was an equitable relationship, right? But the primrose path he was trying to lead me down was, I'll take care of everything... You can focus on your craft. You can do this because I think we forget. Like well, I don't, I don't know how old you, you are. I'm only, I'm, I'm 31. But like, I think we forget about how vulnerable that like 18 to to 30 period is, where you're just trying to figure shit out. And men, no matter how hot they are, they're just not like their hero is not coming up to them in a bar and saying, like, don't worry about it, sweetheart. I'll take care of everything. I'll mentor you. I'll make sure everything's good. Like, when men get attention, it's because somebody is genuinely interested in their intellectual or creative or artistic potential. Except for Phil. (laughs) But when women get attention, sometimes it can be presented as, I'm really interested in your intellectual, creative, and artistic potential. And in order to demonstrate that to you, I'm going to provide a, a, you know, a circumstance. I'm going to create an environment where you can really maximize that. And like, I just think it's a lot to ask for a 19 or 20 year old to be like, nope, I'm calling bullshit on that. Right, like when I was 19 years no, old. No, I'd yeah. rather work at Starbucks. That's going to be better for my long-term career. Like, it just seems... Like, as an actress, especially when you're struggling, I know I did Jesus. that. Jesus. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I grew up a different way. I just grew up a different way. I was taught that if you want something, you earn it yourself. You never yeah, me rely. Too, yeah. My mom drilled it in my head because I grew up without a dad. I grew up with a single mother, and she said to me, you rely on no man. You look for nothing from a man. You work hard. You get it yourself. So I'm coming from that. So I don't, at 19... If some retarded motherfucker came up to me and lied to me and said, I'm going to do this for you, I would have looked. And, and I've had propositions. I used to be 19, cute, this and that, whatever. And I did have propositions, and I would be like, uh, no, thank you. I'm know. in college. I'm doing my own thing. I got it under control. So I just think 
I, I just don't. I, I just I think they're either. idiots. They wanted the easy way. They wanted the man to take care of them. They got what they wanted and more than what they bargained for. But and what, they weren't what did in they control think? of it. And they weren't in control but of it either. They weren't, in control. They weren't yeah. in control of it, but then they could have walked out the door. They didn't. They wanted, the, they wanted the fame and the fortune and this and the that without having to work hard Who's to get exactly. it. Exactly. Who's that rapper that's got all of those girls in his house where all their parents are looking for them? Who's is there guy? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think I don't know, know what I'm talking I, about? Not, 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 uh, I don't know. I know. What, what is he saying? I don't know anything about that. I, I want to, God, I need he to He has underage girls? Name. Not R. Kelly. Yeah, that's it. R. Kelly. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. still? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Oh, I don't think of him as a rapper, though. Oh, okay. R&B. I'm sorry. R&B. So he's an R&B. No, no, I'm not trying to get technical. No, I just... Sure, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. A musician. Who's that musician with all those <laughs> underage girls in his house? <laughs> I mean, I would probably... He's still fucking around with that shit after yes. all the trouble he got in? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Guys, you know there's cuddling apps out there? There's You can pay for someone to cuddle with you for an hour. Have you done it? No, I haven't yet. I'm gonna need that after this. <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. that's why I brought it up. I think we I, I all. Just, I don't think any I think of us. I need to lay in the fetal position for like six hours and just. Like I mean, I've never life. depended on a man ever. Look, obviously not. <laughs> I'm a disaster. Right, me right. either. Or we wouldn't be in the situations that we're in right now. <laughs> I'd say yeah, I maybe if you've been smarter about manipulating the men in your life, Stacey. I've been terrible at it. My mother's like, get a guy with a job. That's what you said. Like, like I meet guys without even jobs. I mean, they're not even like they're forty, fifty year old guys with disasters. Uh, you know that. They're all just alcoholics. Yeah. Is she uh, talking about me? I'm not dating. She might be. Uh, I, <laughs> you I, I guys date... fucking? Blake, Blake, all this <laughs> no. talk is, is to tell us. Tell just something. tearing me down. I mean, you know, Phil, when I was in L.A., it was like a disaster. Like, my whole life is just one fucking disaster. It's my fault. I'm a 46-year-old disaster. <laughs> it's like... Somebody you're fine, Stace. No, you're not. However you're fine. life happens to us. I'm like, you want me to do, right? Well, that's, I'm saying, but you have to, that's the thing. Life's happening to me. Sometimes I don't happen in my life. Right. You got to make choices. You have to have agency. And I think that, I think that you're absolutely right. Is that like the thing that these women and like most people, I mean, like I would say, see, I would never let anyone control me that way. Like not to say I wouldn't do sex work, but I wouldn't do that. I would say, I'd I'd walk away once I got weird. Right. I'd be done with it. I've, I've felt that level of weirdness at like restaurant jobs. So like, me too. I'm saying, me too. A mattress like, firm. I'm, I'm saying like those 22 year olds need to know the same thing about their bullshit exploitative situation with whatever rich dude they're fucking that I knew about restaurants that I was working in. Like, but you're so how, how high is your IQ, Kate? Whatever it doesn't matter. It however, does matter. You're... However replaceable you are, or I am to you, right? Because as soon as I quit this job, there are 15 other waitresses that are going to come in and of apply course, for this yes. position. And also, there are 15 other restaurants I can apply to tomorrow. So, like, that that level of freedom of being, like, I can walk away from this situation is something that you have to give yourself. And I also just don't think that's something that happens until... No, it doesn't matter how smart you are. Like, I think it's just something it's self-esteem. that happens that's later That's a self-esteem issue. You no, know, it's just maturity. It's just later... It's perspective. I don't think... Your prefrontal cortex isn't finished developing until you're fucking 25 years old. I think that perspective is something that we have. Oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think that... This is I think all that, my like, prefrontal cortex has got to offer. Them. I have a friend People who's make fear-based 53 choices. years old. She's very beautiful, very smart. She works as a medical concierge. She is so... A use and abuse in this job. And she's brilliant. She's a mm-hmm. master's degree from NYU, top of her class... I'm like, get the hell out of this job. It's like it, it's sucking her soul out of her. And she has everything going for her. 
And she's abused more than anybody I've ever seen. Well, in people a job. get comfortable if they're like she's stuck not even, somewhere. She's miserable. She cries that every day in, in marriages as well. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. People, yeah, people. I just don't like get, getting too comfortable. It, I get uncomfortable getting too comfortable. Yeah, because they, yeah, they overestimate the cost of of doing the disruptive thing, and they, you know, people are afraid of an unknown future. So they do of dumb course. shit. I'm sorry. We wanted to get away from gender. We can talk about literally anything wow. else. I'm here to promote the podcast, The Oldest Profession. I think I did that. The old, how, where do they find The Oldest Profession? The Oldest Caitlin? Profession. Follow us on Twitter at The Old Pro Podcast. We're also on Instagram, Old Pro Podcast. Uh, and we are launching October 15th with three or possibly more awesome episodes about The Oldest Profession. That's awesome, so, Caitlin. That's I'm really, awesome. I'm really excited Stacey's going to be on there talking about her foot job days. Yeah, It'll be awesome. Yeah, get on here. We'll talk about I, the history. Yeah, of I was foot good. Fetishes. I was good at foot fetish. Job. I was. I actually liked that job. Why I actually liked it. Why did you quit? Because it wasn't like a. It was again. It was a freelance position. Like everything else, I do. You know, like <laughs> like it was like I would do it once or twice a month. Make my rent. It was like it would over. It, I would like go over the hump with the rent and the bills, and then I just stopped doing it. Like I just got. I, I went out with I got my ex-husband like maybe you shouldn't do this anymore my ex-boyfriend ex-husband. just so everyone knows uh, Stacey's been giving me a foot job this <laughs> entire time <laughs> I thought you were looking no, no, Phil that was me bro it was that, the, uh, damn <laughs> that's that weird face I've been making this whole time but he would suck my toes you know that's what yeah. I used to like that is like so that. gross not uh, because I didn't of suck your toes, toes, I would rather cut my toes off than put someone's toes mm-hmm. in my mouth no you, I never put anybody's toes in my no, mouth no no I'm just saying like I, I don't well, it's a very sim- yeah no I know I never touch anybody's toes they would suck my toes I'm not I'm well not, ten I suppose I'm not big into putting people's feet in my mouth no That's no not, it's usually the opposite way around it's foot worship the men were it's actually the easiest way to make money I've ever had in my life there is some emotional labor there you have to you act like you like you it you can't just be cunty to them right you have to you have to giggle and look sweet to, yeah right you That's to, the, I mean, yeah, you have to be sweet yeah, yeah you I'm to, sweet right you have to be but like part of you had to have liked it. I didn't mind it. It was. It didn't bother me at all. It didn't bother me in the least bit. I felt uh, pretty. I mean, at least my feet felt pretty. Yeah. And I felt um, wanted, and yeah. I felt worshipped, and I made money. I and I didn't feel naked. Like I didn't feel like my any disease. I couldn't get any disease. Maybe foot. You can't even get foot fungus. I don't know. I felt way more vulnerable during the naked roast battle than I did during oh. any of my sessions. Naked roast battle. Worker. Yeah. During the Skank Fest. I didn't know they had that. Yeah, they have a I'm naked so- roast battle. It's a roast battle, but everyone's naked. Oh it's my, who'd sadistic. you roast? What? Who'd you roast? I, uh, I roasted Aaliyah Janine. Oh my God, that was yeah, awesome. So it was, yeah, it was, a whor- it was a whore on horror roast, which is great because we couldn't do any yeah, Was it jokes. packed in there? Wasn't- it was fucking, yeah, it was standing room only. Holy incredible. shit. Was it yeah. fun? So I, well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, was an, it felt like jumping out of Who was airplane. on that roast? Um, I, God, I can't remember. Billy Presida was on there. I don't remember. Was everyone naked? I mean, I know that the judges were like Bronston Jones and Ari Shafir and and someone else. And then the host was, oh, God, I love this guy. Was it this year? Zach. What? uh, what? This year. No, this is two years ago. I was going to say, where do I sign up for this? Uh, Yeah, no, it's it's skank. Phil loves to be naked. Contact Luis J. Gomez. They're trying to recruit every year. I want to do skank fest this year. I I mean, if you want to do skank fest. I don't want to do naked, but I don't. I I guarantee you spot if you do, because they're trying to recruit every year. I'm the opposite. I'm not so hot with roast jokes, but I'll be naked up there. Do you make fun of your titties? Like, what do you do? 
I mean, you write roast jokes and you deliver them in the nude, like that's. But you talk about naked. You talk about anything that you would talk about during a, na- a regular roast battle. You're just naked. It's 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 a roast battle. Okay, so it's just, okay, it's I roasting. Gotcha. So you could use that uh, pussy hair joke that you have right. for Gino. Yeah, oh. Gino. Oh, Gino would be Gino's so much hair. fun. I, I wrote to Gino. Please roast Gino naked. Shut up. Please. Please. I already. Have everybody's me. already. <laughs> Please. Oh, hilarious. Oh my god. No, no, I should roast Gino naked. That's my... Uh, that, that would be too Gino, funny. Gino He's another one that would love to be naked. I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah. I have to roast Gino naked. That's my... I next. don't think if Gino and I roasted each other naked, I don't think anything would even happen out of it. I think that you guys would fuck each we, other. We, though we would, would probably fuck each other and drink the whole time. That was that'd be it. We'd <laughs> Why is that hurting me on? Watch the game guys just drink. <laughs> Watch the game movie I just filmed. Someone asked me what. So this would, let's talk about porn for a second. Can I talk about my favorite yes. subject? Okay. Yes. So. Someone was asking what kind of porn I like. And I said, I like men-on-men porn. Like, I like all porn. But I like That's specifically very hot men fucking other very hot men. No, I, I, I dated it. a girl once that only watched men-on-men Why porn. Why not? No, you she, watch girl-on-girl she porn? She said she liked the audible. Like, she yeah. liked hearing men I moan. love to watch gorgeous men So she's like, fuck. two men moan. And I was like... Sorry. Okay. Get well, it how you live? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> no, I, I moaned normal. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm normal saying, moan. like, you guys like it's to watch girls' like, Oh, my right? God, I can't believe I'm cleaning your Ample. pool. No, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't do any of that shit. I hate, you know what ruins me? I swear to you, this is, like, so hacky to say, but every time the bad acting starts, my pussy dries up. I can't watch bad That's acting. That's me. So I started reading Hi, how porn. are you? Just shut up. Don't even talk then to each other. The solution is reading. Okay. Literatica is the solution. I've been reading it. I've been reading it. That's the way to do it. I yeah. can't watch the no, bad acting. It. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and There's fuck not each enough other. Quality Take control. your clothes off and don't talk. Well, fast forward. I don't want. I know. I yeah, do. You know, there's actually, Pornhub actually has sections. They section. Yeah, they yeah. I can't they'll, watch they'll it. Blowjob blow section. This is the talking section. This is the. Um, Sex session. There's everything is like. I want to see porn with really good acting. Like, I'm I want to direct a porn. To make a okay, sex so then you should probably watch mine. Then are you in a porn? I was. I told you that. But you, you got fucked up the ass. No, I didn't. What happened? What'd you do in the porn? What'd you do? I mean, when you like, no, he's not gay. He did the fucking. Oh, did you? He was the All right, so let's let Bill. Okay, so in this movie, it's yes. called what is it called? Dicks on us. What is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Two two women, one spoon, and zero cups is what it's called. Is that no? Is that no? no what's, what's it called? It's not. Real, I didn't do a porn. I know. Okay, so did you want to? I you actually want to make a porn with Trey. That's the thing that we're. He's got a fancy camera and he wants to. He wants to do a thing. And Aaliyah is volunteered to come over and direct it for us. What kind of porn are you going to do? I don't. We don't. Ha- we don't. Know, what, are you going to sell it or just for you guys? Wait, what Trey. Is that your dude? That's my dude. Okay. Yeah. Does he have any fetishes? He doesn't think so. I'm working on it. Do you have any fetishes? He doesn't have any fetishes. But... Do you have any fetishes? No. Okay, do you have any fetishes, Phil? I have a lot of fetishes. What are your fetishes? Can we hear them? I don't know. I mean, I I like... um, if, If we're talking porn here, I like... Uh, massage porn I think it's like Really cool Like the sensual Kind of thing <laughs> Me too um, It's good I don't <laughs> I know like, cause I, I like that like the, the whole body Because I, I went to school For that Like physical therapy And like exercise science All that stuff Wait, like, wait what do you mean Like that's, that's not really a fetish But it's like something Yeah. You, so, you, so you'd rather be Massaged than have sex Is that No like, no no, no, no. I'm saying like If I'm watching Like I love that That initial like Oh that's romantic That's like, romantic Don't laugh I like, Phil. Remember I told you The two chicks Oh yeah yeah Two chicks 
Yeah. You like that one. Or Lemon yeah, Lemon Stealing Whore is actually my if favorite I'm porn. Watch it, that's it. Lemon Stealing Whore. Look it up. It's the funniest porn you'll ever watch. Lemon Stealing. Lemon Stealing Whore. I really whores. doubt that. Go to efuck.com. <laughs> That's you where will I found it. The <laughs> 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 so, what other fetishes do you have? You, you could be right then, bro. No, that's it. What other? Is it? I'm not ready to reveal that on All right, podcast. that's okay. <laughs> have, you, have, you ta- have you thought about tantric sex stuff? I don't even know what that means. You should. Look, if you love massage mm-hmm. and you love sex, check out tantra. Okay, I think you I have to not that. come for a long time. I had tantra sex with a bum sting. I had sex with a guy who came like 15 times once. It was the best sex ever. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Where is he? Like, I need some Dead. tips. Um, That's a long <laughs> time. Like, 15 times. I've never had a guy do that. This was years ago. And then I had sex with a guy who came, like, four times. He was very young. But anyway, mm. that was a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, with the same boner? No, he came. Then he took a bre- He took a glass of Gatorade. He took a sandwich. Oh, no, that's <laughs> different then. I thought you meant... It was like... It was not, a, the same, I don't know. not the same, same part <laughs> on it. No. That's a different <laughs> story. He's the same condom. He's just filling it up, filling it up, it's filling like, it up. It's, it's like, like when you're at the thing off. It's, it's like when you're at that off. amusement park and you shoot the water into the thing and the, the balloon pops. Yeah, no. That's a different fucking story altogether. So well, I want to give a shout out to... A sponsor? Does anyone want to do the sponsorship? Oh, Let the Andrew- no, I ain't doing it. I'm going to do the sponsorship. Let me do he it. doesn't want to do it because he's too busy eating the, the pie. pie. Yeah, the Haskaberry. Uh, very best brand pie. The best pie ever. You can get the little mini variety packs. Uh, it comes you can in get all- the for yeah. It comes in like uh, you can get like a m- four. Or or not, you can get the big pie. Nine yeah, inches. you get the big pie, which would be awesome for Thanksgiving and all the different holidays coming up. They are so good. They are all natural. Haskaberry no. or however you say it. It we can't it, say it, it but we can eat it. That's for it, sure. Is it berry best <laughs> pie? Berry, 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 berry best are they brand. All berry pies. Yes, they're, and they're really healthy. That's, they're extremely healthy for you. You guys have such wholesome. Oh my god, I'm such so a wholesome young proud. lady. That's why they're, they're banging. They're the best pies around for real. Yeah, not even people kidding. have pie fetishes. They we were talking about delicious. this. Yeah. They Blake, also had Blake likes to bang a pie. They do. I think there's a fetish for everything. I'm pretty sure there is. People get turned on by odd things. To me, as long as no one's getting what? hurt, it's fine with me. No, dude, like I. Do you have any fetishes, Blake? One of my friends did not, not, nothing out of the ordinary. Well, what is your fetish? No, but I I often think of like fetishes as like something that deviant. It's not deviant. Yeah, kind of like yeah, that's because when you ask me, that, there's a lot of things. Yeah, I'm no, like, I'm, I'm, it could be tickling. Normal could, stuff. The difference between a proclivity and a fetish. Pro- we talk about that. That's my word. I'm doing. I want to do a podcast. Pro- there's nothing pro- I, I pine for. Yeah. Right. There's right. nothing I truly pine for, like where I need it to get off. Exactly, yeah. and that's okay. the definition yeah. of a fetish, right? Yeah, so it's I don't like really something have any you need in order to reach orgasm. Whereas, like a preference or a proclivity would be like something you enjoy. So, and yeah, I think something that that's you like. Difference. Yeah. That's difference. Yeah. See, then, like, I have to. You don't see, have any fucking fetishes. So, dude. so when you were had it, were you, what was the weirdest proclivity someone had during your sex work? I mean, I I specialized in GFE, which is like girlfriend like, experience. Yeah, girlfriend experience, like very vanilla. I love you knew that. Uh, <laughs> I know too, a lot about sex work. No, I, I knew what it meant too. So I had um, I had a dude who was really into nipple play, and he would coach me through what he wanted me to do with his, he wanted his to, nipples. His nipples. I don't he, like guys' he nipples. He wanted at me all. to be very angry with his nipples. Uh, very upset with them. Very angry. Um, and, and that's so, acting. That's acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they 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 bad, done ugly, terrible, nipples. terrible things to me. See, but uh, that is 
Oh, dude. Yeah, you evil nipples. You fucking ugly no, but like, nipples. You like when she says like, when you're saying proclivities, I don't even know how to fucking spell that. I can't even spell restaurant or Wednesday. <laughs> um, they are both weird words. Uh, no, but uh, one of my friends, she did like escort work, but mm-hmm. she did like, I don't know, I, maybe off kilter stuff. She never actually slept with anybody or anything uh-huh. like that, but she did like weird stuff like... She went over to a guy's house once one day in high heels, walked all over a pizza, mm-hmm. and then he jacked off while he ate the pizza and she watched and another time <laughs> she sat mm-hmm. on a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Then she got up and the dude ate the birthday cake and beat off. This is two separate guys yeah. while eating the birthday cake. Wait, what how did you, you find that video? No, what, this is a, what a this is a real, no, Damn. no, this is a Damn fucking it. real chick. And my first questions Not to her, her were the guys how 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 did this guy find out he liked that? Yeah, I mean, this, these are these are good questions. I like I would did, say, did some stripper fall on a cake and he was like, oh my god. As a as a full service escort, um, I would say that a solid thirty, maybe even forty percent of my clients did not want to have sex. That was not what they were interested in. That they they were doing. Well, no, but my question, like more for these dudes, were mm-hmm. how did you find out that, that you, you like to beat off while sitting? eating a cake that somebody sat on? I don't know. Maybe their mom fell into a or cake how did on you their like that, 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 That's what I'm saying. Like some stripper shit. slipped on a banana peel yeah. and landed on a cake, and he's like, "Oh, I want to beat off and eat that." Or like somebody like fucking skeet shot at a pizza in the living room. Like a really room. big deal about <laughs> yeah. cakes. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, can I, I, say I just something? found it like, how do you know? Wait, of course you can. It's your show. Yeah. No, okay. I, I don't know. How do you know when you want to fuck a birthday cake or you jerk off? That's what I'm saying. How do you figure that out? Maybe you no, just, unless you try it. You must be. Yeah, that, something had to happen to trigger that in your mind. I guess, I, and I guess I do have a fetish. I need three midgets in a room so, with someone wearing a Mickey Mouse hat. Something happened hat. where someone was fucking in a. Well, Phil, Phil just sent me something and said, you got to talk about mm. this. Yes. All right, so Phil, please. My Indiana trip. I just did my little, own little tour. I had an awesome tour. It was. Uh, it started off in North Carolina. I went to Arizona. I went to Baltimore. Finished off in Indiana, and I was like, I was loving life. Is on that the Cloud order Nine. that you did those in? Yes, exactly. That right. is way off. way dumb. Way all right, off. all right, but cool. That's how it worked out. <laughs> so uh, Indiana, I was staying with my sister, and I ended up doing a show at Crackers Comedy Club. Crackers, uh, crackers, uh, but white racist. folk in the Midwest. I go crackers. We don't have no black folk crackers. I'm sorry. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> had an awesome show. No black comics there. <laughs> no Afro-Americans. That's how it is at crackers. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But uh, I'm too Jewish for crackers. I ended up meeting this girl. It was everything was great, and I ended up. Taking her back uh, to, we went to the party or whatever, and then she wanted to come back with me, but I had to get my brother-in-law's car back before he had work in the morning. It was 5.30 in the morning at this point. I'm like, okay, uh, I need to get this car back. And she goes, all right, it's cool. Uh, I'll just wait in this field. So I dropped the keys off, and her and I are in this field when this woman comes over with her headlights shining right on us. She's like, I just want to let you know that I called the cops. This is private property. What are you guys doing? The fucking dumb girl said, oh, we're making love. And I said, we're watching the sunrise. Uh, were you naked? Was, no, we were fully clothed. We were just literally just sitting there. 
Well, this broad ends up sending this whole email to my brother-in-law, my sister, and the entire neighborhood saying that she caught these two kids in a field. Fantastic. My sister was going to work at the time, knew that I was home, knew that I was at that field, calls me and leaves me this voicemail saying that I need to go the fuck up and get the hell out of her house. <gasps> you are never too old to fuck in a field. But Don't she wasn't ever even, let she it wasn't even fucking I, I, I had this story and I, was, I didn't get anything out of it. I got kicked out of my sister's place. You didn't get laid. I didn't get laid. I you got reprimanded. just got embarrassed. And I got embarrassed. Did <laughs> you stick up for yourself? No, I was so hungover and drunk that oh. I had no idea what the fuck was going Phil on. Phil literally gets himself in situations with females everywhere he goes. <laughs> and it's simply... I don't I don't even know what it is. I don't know if it's because he's a nice guy or what. We have a girl sitting in a corner over here. She's from We're not even sure. <laughs> we didn't fuck in the field. We didn't fuck in the field Are you with all. this one? Okay. She she's just a friend from Indiana that then <laughs> No, I'm sorry. No, sorry. I didn't say any names. She's just hanging out over here. Just she's Phil, a very Phil sweet young lady. Phil it. finds a friend everywhere he goes, that's I for do. sure. But I, this one he did not bang in a field. I did not. She's I'm a very nice girl. We've been hanging out with her all night. <laughs> all the other ones are mean and no, no. This See, this field like, fuckers is what they are. Fucking field fuckers. Field girls. This yeah. friend is yeah. very normal. I got. I, I think from I, from what I can tell. There was a. Kid are you normal? I, She's she pretty normal. normal. Yeah, she looks normal. But some of them. Some of them. Not so much. Really? Some of his friends, not so much. How many what people I, have said, ah, oh, this person looks normal, and then the last thing they see is them like dragging them through a field with <laughs> a bag and a shovel. <laughs> True. Three days in a row. Wow. On a this plane. Guy. We met on a plane from Indiana to New York. That's romantic. In Phil World, you guys are He's going very steady. You're going to get married. He <laughs> must have made you yeah. come real hard. All right. Wow. Him? Yeah. <laughs> right. You don't meet a lot of guys like Phil. Loves massages. So. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite. Willing to kiss a dude. One of my favorite fuck stories ever. I went to high school with this kid, and I went to college, and he joined the Navy, and we were both home for Thanksgiving, and he had spent all of his Navy Fucking time working out. You know, like like. So he didn't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you get it. So he was like on. So he was like on a boat and he had and and he didn't make any friends. So he was just I mean a ship. I'm sorry. He was on a ship. Uh, it was just working out. And uh, and he was on leave. No, they were at a dock or something or whatever. And he's a sailor and he's in real good fucking shape. And so he meets this girl and he brings her home to his hotel room. And she's this tiny little 105 pound cute girl. And he's been working out more than he's ever worked out in his whole life, and he has no idea what his strength is. And so they're making out, and he says, why don't we go to bed? And she says, make me, sailor. So he, quote, unquote, tossed her into the bed. But uh, (laughs) she hit her head so hard on the backboard, they had to go to the hospital because she had a concussion. Ouch. Ouch. was there a show? Weird sex debates? Yeah, something like that. That's fun. There, I mean, there I'd watch that. I did not. I was not aware. Weird sex debates. I got. I, I get gotta bruised check every time out. I have to. I'm always. Bru- I'm not into rough sex, but I'm always bruised. Well, all the time, my arms are bruised. Like, iron I have, deficiency. I have, I have, I have set. I do have iron deficiency. Yeah, because you, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to eat meat, but you eat everything else in sight. <laughs> you, you know, I'm. You know, I've had sex because I have bruises on my, on like my, my biceps and my, like my wrists. Fucking Thanksgiving. I like to be I held down. That's my new thing. 
My new thing is being held down. I fucking hate Thanksgiving so Your bad. new thing you just discovered? No, I like down. being held down. <laughs> but not like violently. I don't like what no, anyone I get it. I don't I like feeling it's overwhelmed. That's not why I hate Thanksgiving. Yes. I don't want to have any control. I don't want to know. I don't want to make any decision during sex. Yep. I just want to be fucked. Just fuck me and I'll move my hips. Yep. I swear. Noted. Oh, Jesus. No, fucking Thanksgiving sucks. <laughs> We're not wait, up to the why, thing. Wait, why we have to do the Halloween show Blake's first. Blake's going on a rant right here. What's your rant? No, what it's not. It's not. It's not a fucking rant. I just, I just hate it. You hate all the holidays. It's such bullshit. Everybody gets together and, and eats. And like they're every- like, oh my god, like I'm so sleepy because turkey makes me sleepy. I'm like, no, it doesn't fucking make you sleepy. You eat turkey all year, you don't get sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking makes you sleepy is dealing with your shitty goddamn family. I'm listening to my Aunt Amy telling a story about some Hyundai she just bought. And I'm like, listen, Aunt Amy, I don't want to hear about your fucking power lock in you your Hyundai because I can't fuck you. Don't you gotta stop letting your relatives rape you with their boring stories. <laughs> <laughs> Here so comes true. the rape word. How many times do you eat a turkey sandwich throughout the year? You well, I'm vegetarian. Yeah, you never get sleep. Oh, but it's oh, oh, Thanksgiving. Turkey. There's a lot of tomfoolery going on here. No, go fuck yourself. They just pop a Valium and pass that, and it'll all be over in the morning. Wow, I just have a new look on Thanksgiving. Well, this Bullshit, has been a lot of fun, hasn't it? So much fun, and it's went way over time. And we I went an hour and a half today. Oh just God, started oh getting God. fun. So we're going on the Radio Misfits podcast uh, uh, network. This probably will be on that because I'm giving in the RSS feed tomorrow. So I want to give a shout out to the thing, uh, Rick Rick from L.A. Rick. Oh, Rick. Oh, real quick. So we have a uh, Twitter friend. Yeah, we have like our Twitter friends. There's a couple things we got to talk about. Rick from L.A., did you hear the song... He that he sang to us on Twitter. Sort of. I don't know what the hell it he was. It was beautiful. I, I don't, I'm not sure what he was oh, saying about either, song, but it was very right? beautiful, and he dedicated it to us and a couple yes, other um, lady friends. And it Me was, and you, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It was very lovely. And also, Nasty Dope. What happened to him? I haven't seen MIA. Him. Gone from Twitter. Did he get kicked off? Th- yeah. We, nobody knows. We don't know <gasps> what happened to him. This is That's very Gino bad. That's Gino Visconti's boyfriend. I know. It's Gino's boyfriend, number one fan. I don't know what we're going to do. He he's gone. Gifts. Well, Gino's in LA. Maybe he's, with, spending, maybe he's with his lover. Maybe that's why he's like just deactivated his yeah, Twitter with, because no, Gino's No, he's probably with them that probably in together. Yeah, like fucking rubbing their bare feet. Did I tell you Gino sent a bare feet no. picture today? <laughs> Because he knows I hate feet, so it was sexy. Um, let me see. I think that's about all the important things. I was going to talk about a woman that got an eye tattoo. Oh, we'll talk about um, that. And she went partially blind, and she wanted to warn everybody about the dangers of getting an eye tattoo. Um, What's an eye tattoo? Uh, she tattoo got a on tattoo on her eyeball, in the eyeball. And then was shocked when she went blind from it and was like, <laughs> I think I should warn everybody that maybe you should do research before you get an eye tattoo. Okay, retard. A lot yeah, of- that would be like jumping into a dryer full of razor blades and Magic Johnson. Or and being like, how did I get AIDS? Or it's like agreeing to live at the Playboy Mansion. Both of these are bad choices. They have dirty carpets. That's what bothers me most about the Playboy Mansion. He did not change the carpet. And carpets are dangerous because it's it like, all sounds, allergies. Sounds like danger fields. 
weird. I think if you lived there for a week, that wouldn't be your biggest concern. <laughs> I'm like, your carpet is dirty, you. Clean your fucking carpet, you old man. My, uh, What's the network we're going to be on? Uh, Radio, Radio Misfits. Misfits. Yeah. And the only other uh, really, really important thing I wanted to touch on this week was... Really, really. The, this is really important. You know those little girls that tried to kill their classmate and no. they did it for that fictional character, Slender Man? The Slender Man. Oh yeah, I read that. Chick, yeah, uh, I read about shit. that. That was well, years the one ago. Little girl, like, like they, it, 2014. That happened, was years ago. And they finally just got sentenced, and the one like avoided prison time. Okay, so they didn't realize it. Let's take bets on when she's going to, uh, like, uh, attempt her next murder. Like seriously. Oh, I didn't know that they. She got off on that. Yeah, she got off. We'll have to talk about the next. Was she during? She the... was uh, 12 when she tried. They actually thought that. They, Oh, that was in 2014. Three. Let me do the math. Three years ago, 12 15. plus 3, 15. There we go. We figured it so out. So she's 15 now. She's 15 now. <laughs> and, and we're confident that as an adult, she's going to be a threat to society. I well, they didn't know. don't think I they ever would try scared. to kill someone at 12 years old. And I had plenty of reasons why I should have tried to murder a few people and I didn't. So I'm a little worried about this girl. I feel like yeah, she may try to her. do something. We gotta get rid of some people. There's too many people here. No, she. I think Slender Man. The idea of him scared her. Is that why she? Killed no, him? they were worshiping Slender Man, which is even creepier. Because if you've ever seen the character, he's very creepy. creepy. They were, okay, the they worshipped him too, and tried they? to kill one of their friends. For, to sacrifice for Slender Man, a fake person that at 12 she didn't realize was fake. Not like those real gods that we sacrifice <laughs> real people to. So they're all, they're all ridiculous. That's, people are terrifying. Yeah. People yeah. are absolutely. People are the worst. People are the worst. <laughs> Who invented fake vomit? <laughs> or fake shit? Spencer's people. gifts. Spencer's gifts. Spencer's, yes. People <laughs> I put spot. a fake turd in somebody's bed not that long ago. You're a monster and you're not safe. You're probably right. I want to see a shout out to my friend Pam Levin, who did a show called Tales of Motherhood. She was amazing at the United Solo Festival. It was, she wrote it herself, and it was really amazing. Pam Levin, shout out to her. You shout met Pam. Out. Shout Paula. out. Shout out. Does anyone have anything to plug? Besides, yes. just... <laughs> why am I farting Don't tonight? Don't tease her. Uh, We've got to play the Subscribe and rate. Do all the things with the oldest profession. Follow us on Twitter at the Old Pro Podcast, or no, it's just Old Pro Podcast. What's the oldest profession again? The oldest professions horseshit, and we're talking about it every you week. Say horseshit or whore? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a real it's a real even mixture of both. Frankly, it's a horseshit combined well, wait, with a bunch the, of these, horseshit. Were these broads fucking against buildings? Because didn't somebody make those first? So wouldn't that be Carpentry? Well, it's a good point. That's a really what came good before the whore of the building? How did it? <laughs> 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 On that note, I want All to I know is I'm really excited because what? Because we're about to hear the best theme song ever, ever from Sam. Woo! He's really funny. Sam, the comedy experience, Rhodes, this come. I know I'm a Sam Rhodes. Yeah. Sam Rhodes. <laughs> so thank you guys. This has been an hour and 37 minute episode of Holy the Stacey Pressman Hour with a full house. So I thank Angela Riley, my co-host, Angela Riley, Mr. Blake Carter, my co-host, our thank guest, Phil Kors, my fr- friend, Caitlin Bailey, all fabulous comics, all fucking amazing people. Um, thank you for listening. Listen to us. My, also my sponsor, not my sponsor because I fucked up that. Verybestbrand.com. Get your pies now. Eat them. Feel good. Only 270 calories for a mini pie. 
And a big pie, I don't know how many calories it has because it's a big pie. It's not for you, for your big fat mouth. So, <laughs> uh, so you eat only a piece of it. And also, come see me at the Vagina Monologues in uh, Florida next week, August, August, October. I'm high. I'm not high. I'm just high in life. Uh, October 13th. No, I don't have pot. Um, I don't smoke pot anymore. I had to give that up because for Lent. For Lent. <laughs> um, yeah, for Lent, I just just gave up. That and cock, I had to give up because my life has been a disaster. Um, no, I haven't given anything, actually. I just want more. Anyway, um, so watch, uh, uh, listen to us um, on the Radio Misfits Network. Uh, and if hopefully this will be out on that. But I love you guys, and thank you to all my guests and all my fans, all three of you. Uh, and I'm going to play my song. My song. I'm going to play yeah. I'm going to play my song. Thank you guys. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hour and a half. Hour and 40 minutes. Yay 